The following podcast contains spoilers in adult language. We recommend listening after you've already seen the movie in question, but we're not your boss, do what you like. Brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash matineemanatees. If you like what you've heard and like to hear more, consider becoming a patron. Donations start at just $1 a month, and half of all profits after hosting costs go towards actual manatee habitat preservation, because we figured, you know, why not? Hope you enjoy the show. So, 1995's 
Probably just splash that in every once in a while just to keep people listening. I thought they 
both were, but... The guy who's in the crows, Bruce Lee's son. Yeah, that's Brandon Lee, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe. I, I could have sworn Jason Scott Lee was related to Bruce Lee in some, in some way, but I could be wrong. The same possibility I have. I don't know either, but apparently I can't even recognize either of those. <laughs> but okay, so sorry, Christopher Lambert, Robin Show, yeah. Lyndon Ashby, this guy they went with for Johnny Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, JCVD refused to do Street Fighter instead. It's interesting because the character Johnny Cage is with sunglasses. I you know I never even thought about that, but you're absolutely correct. I think it's more of like a Steven Seagal type or something, but I can't tell. Um Ashby is in Resident Evil Extinction. Also, movie, uh, uh, er, he also played a guy named Dragon in Into the Sun. (laughs) (laughs) And he was someone in Wyatt Earp. I didn't recognize him, but I liked that movie, so I'll have to watch it again and see if I can't pick out his face. Yeah. Uh, okay, can't remember handwriting. <laughs> um, Carrie Hiroyuki, I think? I think that was Carrie, yeah. Who's been a bunch of things. He plays uh, Shang Tsung in this one. He's a joy to watch. He's oh, also God, uh, amazing. Tagawa, um, is his last name, I guess? Yeah. Or his middle name. I, f- I forget. But he was in Pearl Harbor, he was in Man of the High Castle, he's in 47 Ronin, Memoirs of Geisha, Snow Falling on Cedars, a movie called American Dragons. <laughs> so, there's <laughs> a theme that um, he's fantastic. I got nothing bad to say about this man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Bridget Wilson, who was from Billy Madison, the wedding planner. Also, I, I was looking through the different characters before you got here, and she's apparently married to uh, former tennis star Pete Sampras. Her name is Bridges. Yeah. He was like, he was like the, 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 he was really famous in like the early, mid to late 90s, I think. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that name. You, you'll, oh, you, if you, if you saw a picture of him, you might recognize him. I don't know real people. I know actors. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 
Esper, and many others. Those are the top five build. Mortal really? Kombat has a 5.8 on IMDb. Um, also, four out of five stars on Amazon. Everything, everything has four out of five stars on Amazon. It's yeah. <laughs> Has 33% on Rotten Tomatoes, but a 58% audience appreciation score. Hmm. Which is the same as the 5 up, 5.8 on IMDb, basically. Same yeah. rating, basically. Actually, are those always the same? That's I don't, I I don't think they are, but they might just be the same score. Also, uh, I don't know if you mentioned this, but it was directed by uh, Paul W.S. Anderson. Our friend from Resident Evil. Exactly. And he also, I did not know this until I looked up all the different video game movies, he also directed uh, the Dead or Alive movie, which... I guess I we'll have there one. was a dead or alive. Yeah, movie. it was in was maybe like a decade ago or something. I don't know. Dead or alive is it's it's Tekken with girls with jiggle physics. Yes, jiggle physics. Basically, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are like two or three guys, but it's mostly just. Fan service girls. Yeah. Yeah, I think I played it. I'm not sure. Is that the one you could be Dennis Rodman dressed up as like a Teletubby or something? It's one of the characters. Uh. a boxer, but he has his like spandex silver suit and he's got like green hair and sunglasses. Doesn't ring a bell for me. Alright, I might not know what I'm talking about. That <laughs> a lot. That may have been an original character you just created. I don't know. <laughs> be a good one. Mortal <laughs> Kombat actually enjoyed a top box office spot for three whole weeks when it was released. Which I think is better than any of those other ones. So far, definitely, yeah. Basic synopsis, it's Enter the Dragon. Uh, starring the <laughs> cast of Big Trouble Little China and one Terminator. <laughs> Which one is the Terminator? Uh, the guy with the, the eye. Oh, right, right. Uh, right. The, the metal plate came out. Yeah, Russell Crowe. Yeah, plays him. <laughs> yeah. Um, Some guy. He's actually. I, I looked him up. He actually died a while ago. Oh. Yeah. He was actually. I don't know his name either, but he had fun with this. I like oh, that. he definitely was. 
some characters def some some of the actors definitely had fun with this yeah. with their parts. Him and him and uh, Shang Tsung were my favorite two to actually watch. <laughs> the main characters were all kinda well, I mean, I think, I think, I think the guy, uh, well, I don't remember his name, but the guy who played Johnny Cage, he actually did okay. Well, Johnny Cage was fun. The character was just like, why are you? And his, his, his quips were fun. Yes. Um, I, 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 I kind of like the fact that he was really snarky, but he was also the bug monkey of the entire movie. Yeah. Like, everyone was making fun of him, and there was a scene where he fell into a lake, or into, into some water, and he was trying to carry some bags out of a boat. <laughs> it's like, eh, everyone makes fun of him. So, what's your... Uh, I, what is your, <laughs> what's your history yes, Uh, I actually have not played many of the games in the uh-huh. series, now. Uh, I don't know why, but it just really didn't interest me that much. I've never been a big fighting game fan. Uh, I mean, like, I played Street Fighter 2, because everyone has. Um, I played Smash Brothers a bit, but I don't really, I don't really have a lot of fighting game experience. So, I didn't really play this a lot as a kid, but I still haven't played a lot as a adult either, but uh, I mean, there it was it was unique for its time, I guess it was the first one of the first games to really introduce a lot of like violence and gore and blood and that sort of thing What had the um, a couple games come afterwards and there might have been some before, but what do you call that photography stitched onto? Like, the, the, the characters were actual actors. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't filmed remember. Filmed. I movements. Yeah. Like, it was <laughs> sort it was like motion capture kind of thing. But, it, I mean, it was yeah, motion capture. Yeah, it was actually like, there's there's people in costumes like yeah like yeah and then they were they were digitized into the game I know what you're talking about I can't remember the exact the terminology for it but yeah Uh, it was the rotoscoping sure (laughs) motion capture something. It was it was one it was one of the first to do that. 
Yeah. Yeah. I used to play it fairly frequently just because there was a machine in that old pizza place over in College Town. What was it called? College Greens. Uh, oh, just the one over here? Mountain Mike's. No, no, right on the other side of uh, the street from CSUS. Doesn't matter. But there's a pizza place down there where we used to go a lot. Um, there are oh, whole birthday parties there and stuff. Shakey's? No. No. Uh, Doesn't matter. It's dead now, I think. Yeah, but, it's been uh, gone for a long time. Mortal Kombat 1 and then later on Mortal Kombat 2 were there in their little miniature arcade thing and a couple of these places I think they were in the one downtown in yeah. Old Sack and stuff yeah they were in places so I never owned any of the games never bought them never took them home but I used to play the hell out of them when I was getting Pizza, which I would do a lot because I was a fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd go get pizza and then play Mortal Kombat. And my mom would just, you know, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so did you have a character of choice or were you just kind of whoever? I liked Raiden, because he had lightning stuff, and I thought that was really cool. I liked him more in the video game than the movie, personally. Uh, I always assumed he was Japanese in the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they all had pretty dopey costumes in the first one, but it was, you know. I like to be able to strike lightning people for fatalities and stuff. Yeah. I felt powerful. I also wasn't very good at it. I don't think I ever actually beat Goro when I was doing single player. Um, well, I mean, it came out in like 1992, so we were like seven or eight. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't good at a lot of things. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I could beat other games at that time. Like, I could beat Street Fighter 2. Because uh, eventually you figure out how to beat. What's his name? Not Walrod. Bison. Bison. Uh, could never beat Koro. <laughs> but I haven't played any since then um, there's three one that was out a little while ago a weird one where they fight the Justice League I think I actually owned that one on Steam oh, yeah. it. and for fighting games at least I don't think computers are the genre to play them in anyway nah better for shooters worse for fighting games yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not a fan of either genre, particularly shooters or fighters, but I, I see what you mean. Yeah, I think 
Yeah, definitely a, a fighter you need. Like, uh, you need a controller or a joystick or something like that with the buttons. Yeah, out mapped out. Not necessarily. breaking. Yeah, like not your keyboard now, because you're just gonna start pounding the keyboard and breaking keys and everything. That's that's not. That's not. Will's not. Will not end well. Exactly. I can probably hook your controller up to it, but this happened. I mean, if you have an Xbox 360 controller, just plugs right in. Does it? a USB cord. Well, did you not know this? I did not. Huh. Yeah, the Xbox 360 controller is just a USB. Well, now I know. I Yeah, do it. Anyway, so that's my entire history of the games. The movie, I think I loved when it came out in 1995. I don't think I, I don't think I saw it when it was when it first came out. I don't remember seeing it. I mean, we were definitely the demographic it was for. Oh, for sure. Fat kids who played video games and liked <laughs> uh, violence. Yeah. I think I dressed up as Scorpion for my little 10 year old Halloween or something. <laughs> Iconic ding 
which I think is actually physically impossible um, to do. Times. Really? Where you, you sit straight up? Yeah, yeah. All the way? I'll get like too drunk, I'll swallow my tongue a little bit, and just like, <laughs> you know, because you have breathing for 20, 30 seconds. Right. Five times a week. <laughs> <laughs> How's that gel working out? <laughs> My entire life. Although I got hired at the other place I told you about. Oh. Quit pretty soon. Yeah. This one that I hate. It's not my co-worker's fault, it's job. Anyway, so it was a dream. He's in a super green apartment. Yeah, I, I was wondering if they were just, if it was like cameras watching him, like um, night vision cameras just watching him. I know it's, oh. it's, it's more, it's more, it was more, it was higher fidelity or definition than night vision usually gets, but yeah, it was super green. It was weird. I thought it was just a rad apartment. Because I was going to those weird it, future beds that has no legs. It's just like sticking out of the wall. It might have been. Because, I mean, he gets up and he just walks over. He's holding... He, Look, picks up like a Western Union thing. Yeah, right? it's like it's a telegram. Yeah. And in case we didn't get from that context, which I did, because I was just like, who? What? Why? This <laughs> awesome sorcerer just pulled the guy's soul out of so the telegram says, and I wrote this down, Brother dead, return home. <laughs> so we know. <laughs> In no uncertain terms, without any access storytelling, uh, what is happening with Liu Kang? Yeah. But anyway, what what I was thinking about the lighting was that I think that might have actually been how his apartment was lighted because it, otherwise, how the hell is he going to be able to read that? I mean, unless he just, like, picked it up and just looked at it. Sam's dragon powers and stuff. Yeah, but it's not really... He doesn't really take advantage of them until he later. He probably does, because the main dragon power, as we all know, is reading in the dark. Huh. I'll have to research dragons more. Yeah, it's, uh, it's what makes them such a threat to electrical society. Hmm. Dark vision. Would not have known that. Before light bulbs, that's how you raise a village, is by being able to read 
I will admit at the beginning, I was kind of like, okay, he's going to be, this guy is, what I thought of before he got here was, I don't know how he got to eat so many souls because he was chewing the scenery so much at the beginning. But as the movie went on, I was like, okay. He's clearly enjoying this movie, and I'm enjoying his performance. <laughs> He's, I have no complaint about either of these two characters. Because yeah. you've got Kana, who's just being gross. Like, he's this huge... He was like 300 pounds, like 5% yeah. body fat or something. Yeah. He's just always sweaty. <laughs> and his, like, lips are always greasy. And he's just talking nonstop about rape. That's, like, his only thing. Yeah, he's, he's, um, he's creepy and disturbing. And he's just so gross. He's... he's He's enjoyable to watch, yeah, oddly enough, because he doesn't take himself seriously like no, some of the other people do. And the other guy's just sitting there, like, exuding evil sorcerers <laughs> as strongly as So, uh, awesome sorcerer guy is trying to lure this uh, woman who's randomly assaulting people downstairs. She also shoots someone in a crowd. Yeah, so, well, some they, guy started shooting at her and then she shot him back, I think. No one stops dancing. Yeah, I know. Like the no the, one cares. The just keeps going. There, no one's running away. The music hasn't stopped. It's like, ah, oh, whatever. It's just part of the beat. Just keep dancing, whatever. So she's attacking random people. She's shooting someone. No one cares. Uh, Chang Sung wants her to get onto a boat. We don't quite know why yet. Yeah. Um, uh, so and I think she she finds out some intel that Kano is gonna be at, on the boat. Or something, because right. she's been haunting him for a the guy while. She shoots, it doesn't actually die, because he has. Right, yeah. Like, the breastplate on. Yeah. Because they don't have bulletproof vests in this movie, but they do have medieval armor <laughs> jackets. <laughs> also, this is the, the bit 
I think this is the first introduction of another character who was in Mortal Kombat 2. Jax. Jax, yes. Yeah, but then he, he's not in the movie for some reason. No. That's the point. No. Um, I'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> Jax is the cool guy with the robot arms in the game. Yep. Uh, he's like, what, well, he's a boxer, but he's a better boxer than most because he has metal arms. Cable arms. Yeah. <laughs> um, cut to, I thought this was a decent fake out. Uh, oh yeah. Guy in just an excellent 90s suit because it's actually like a modern suit except the pants are super baggy. Uh, so you can kick people in the head as you often <laughs> had to do in the 90s. <laughs> because he walks into a warehouse. Yeah. There are, what, half a dozen guys standing oh, like there. Different thematic pipe weapons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like one guy's an electric baton bunch of other... Aren't they just like staying in front of a really nice car or something? Yeah. They're all wearing suits or some yeah. $100,000 car. Mm. They're going to hit each other with a rebar. Yeah. <laughs> but the guy who walks in beats everyone up. You destroy it. So he... It's the action is fast and furious, not like the fast and furious movie. But he just beats he beats the shit out of like four or five guys, and then the last guy is just kind of standing there. He hasn't bothered to attack, and then the the guy who walked in said, "I think this is the point where you fall down." And the guy just kinda the other the guy just kinda cowers and then falls over. Because it turns out it's a movie. Um yeah. So this guy's a uh, John Claude Van Damme, Steven Skull, Chuck Norris type. Yeah. Who supposedly was a martial artist and became actor uh, yeah a, a very kind of uptight not, not uptight um stuck uh, up stuck up sort of no there, there's something uh privileged not privileged um prima donna yeah a prima donna actor uh Johnny Cage but there's some controversy about Johnny Cage. Right, because people think he's not actually doing his own stunts or something. Is that what the deal yeah, is? Yeah, they're like, you're 
An actor, you're acting. Yeah. We like, thought you were a ninja man. <laughs> Which I guess, like, I don't know enough about it because I never cared if John Claude Van Damme or Steven Seagal were, like, still championship fighters or something. I know Chuck Norris was in the 40s and then he got all crazy, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah. So, his, his, is it his friend or his manager? I, think it, I thought he said his mentor. He said master someone. I guess maybe it was the guy who taught him whatever martial arts. Yeah, so, so he's like, okay, so people are saying that they don't believe you're an actual martial artist, so to fix this, what if you fuck off to another country and beat someone up where there's no cameras? There's <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a super secret and no one's there. You should go to this so everyone takes it seriously. And of course he says, okay. Yeah, it's like, that sounds like a great idea, but it turns out that this guy actually yeah Shang Tsung awesome 90s source yeah of course which apparently means that he must have killed that guy's master at some point since that's what's implied can he only turn into people whose souls he is I, I mean, that's, that's just turn into. It seemed like that was implied in the movie. I mean, it wasn't like that in the games. Because I know that once you. Because uh, I remember reading about where Shang Tsung uh, could morph into the other fighters. Um. But the game they're all fighters you just finished killing, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, so I guess it does make sense. Yeah. I think it is a necromancer. Yeah. I think it's only I think it's implied that it's only the people he's so he's killed. So he must that kill Master's Master. Eating his soul and be like, now I can sit in your chair instead of just sending you a letter. Yes. But also work, because that's what he does. (laughs) (laughs) He's got to tell this guy to give him a letter. Oh, I think it was different for Liu Kang, because Liu Kang was there to see Shang Tsung kill Liu Kang's brother. 
Or was it, though, he saw it in a dream? But he was there, I think. That was strange. It, I mean, that, that, that part wasn't was just, dream. it was a memory, but it was also a dream, but it was a memory. Oh, I thought he was just having a psychic dream or something. No, because he actually, because the same thing happened later in the film when he was meditating and then he, he was a flashback. I think it was a flashback. Okay, I think it was a flashback. It was so he's not failed to prevent necromancy guy from selling his brother's soul. Yeah, because that was like one of the main, as far as you can call it, a plot point in this movie was that um, Liu Kang blames himself for his brother's death right. because he didn't do anything when Shang Tsung just murdered his brother. Okay. Chen. So, was that his name? I think his name is Chen. Oh, I didn't write it at all. That's okay. But, I think it was um, Chen. Anyway. So, we don't... I don't fully know the extent of Necromancy Guy's powers. I know he's my favorite character so far. Yeah. And I'm rooting for him. Um... Assembling this team of, of white people, Luke King's going on his own, uh, but everyone else he's like recruiting to come with. Um, cuts to a temple in Thailand, China. Uh, it, it's Thailand, but it says China on the... It's clearly Thailand, I think. Is it? Is it not? I don't know. I mean, it was a pretty famous, famous temple that I've, like, seen in brochures and stuff. It's possible, I don't know. Well, it's called the Temple of Light, because whatever. It's 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 a it's a it's a Shaolin monastery, I think, because you know it's got all the all the all the basic tenets of uh, what was the Shaolin or the specific like it, it's some kind of monk, but it looks like no one there's a martial artist except him, because everyone else is just sort of. Thin and roby and pre-meditate-y. Well, I thought that was kind of the idea behind the Shaolin monks was that they're not they they don't they're they're their appearance was they're always doing crazy stuff like hanging themselves and punching rice and I saw a special on one time. Like the pulls rice in a, in a giant bucket and then have to shove their fingers into it because if you did it 800 times, it breaks your fingertips and toughs them up or something. Hmm. They're just they're doing push ups all the time. <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. push ups. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, it, it might have just been like a... I don't know. I, I could have sworn it was supposed to be... No. Excuse me. It must have been a Shaolin thing because there... I think there was some... Now I'm going... Now... Even though I've never really played the games too much, I'm okay. delving into the lore of the game. Because one of the other characters was named Kung Lao, I think, in the second or third game. And I think he was specifically a Shaolin monk. And he was... I don't... I don't know. I have no idea. In my head now, I'm unable to tell this character apart from the backstory of Iron Fist of Heroes <laughs> for Hire, the Marvel comics. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know exactly, because I, I could have sworn that Kung Lao is a Shaolin monk specifically, and that he he and Luke, I don't know exactly. I, it's 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 a fighting game lore. Who gives a shit? I think this might be Shoulu. Actually, I'm not sure. Possibly. Um, yeah. Well, like I said, it's 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 fighting game lore. It's not really that important. But, so Luke is the chosen one, and it's always a good sign when a movie character is the chosen one. Of course. Um, his grandpa tells him, <laughs> and I guess, so he was raised in this place, but then left when he turned 21 and wanted to have a girlfriend or something. I thought it was he left because his brother died. I don't know. Was that, well, I thought it was already gone. See, this is why I thought it was a, a dream and not a flashback. Because I thought the reason his brother died is because he was gone. He had oh. gone to America to, you know, watch movies and play video games and have a car and do all the <laughs> things that you can't do when you're in a monastery yeah. somewhere. I, I may have, an awesome green apartment. I may have gotten it wrong. Actually, I don't, I I, don't remember. I may have gotten it wrong. Yeah. He's the chosen one, but he left at some point. Yeah, either before or after his brother died. Or during. Or during his brother's death. <laughs> and you like, stay. Like, no, I can't. This is really depressing. I'm going to fuck up to America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... White uh, growl.
god. Oh boy. <laughs> He almost, but does not quite put Christian Bale to shame. Well, it's because I think they're trying to do like an electric flange thing, but they don't do it right. Yeah. Uh, so it just sounds like he's a guy cold, maybe? Uh, yeah. Or is about to have a cold. Um, it was these like polytheistic Japanese Buddhist monks uh, I guess it seems like it since they believe in a god of lightning yeah specifically the Japanese god because I think he's real like the yeah Japanese God of Lightning is written. Yes, still, I think. I think um, so. Uh, or the Shinto God. Honestly, I have no idea how religion works. Anywhere, but even here, I don't know how religion works on my street, really. <laughs> 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 So, uh, and Luke King's like, you're not a god. And he's like, oh yeah? So to prove it, that he's a god, he shoves him. <laughs> this is a guy where later on in the movie when actual fights are taking place, he's just shitty CGI lightning the entire time. <laughs> but to prove he's supernatural, he shoves him. <laughs> it's like, could a god do this? <clears throat> well, I mean, maybe. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Lots of people do later on. <laughs> to be fair, he is he is implied to be a fairly old man. And Liu Kang is a 20-something. He's Christopher Lambert. <laughs> In 1995. Yeah. <laughs> like we can see how old he is, and it's not. <laughs> But the hair, man, the white hair—it's just—this uh, didn't seem as ridiculous to me until later on when I saw him doing lightning shit for no reason all the time. He's <laughs> like, "If you don't think I'm yeah. God, how come I can trip you?" <laughs> 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 I did actually so like that. Dumb. So dumb. I, I, <laughs> that was dumb, but I did like it later on. Well, we'll talk about the well, lightning later, thing later. I mean, if I, if I had lightning powers, I wouldn't even fucking answer the phone normal. I figure out a lightning way to do it. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
No, I just, I just thought it was funny that whenever he, he delivered a dramatic line, there'd be lightning happening in the background. It's like, oh, he did that. It was not just nature deciding to. It's just him offering <laughs> dramatic <laughs> lightning. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean he, he he delivered a line and then lightning struck somewhere. It's like, oh no, he definitely just did that for dramatic effect. <laughs> he is the god of lightning after all. They, they could have had more fun with it, I feel like they didn't. Yeah. He, I think he might have taken the role a bit too seriously. Yeah, I, don't, I just, I mean, it's Christopher Lambert, he's, he's done his own stunts movies before, I was disappointed by how little he fought in this movie. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, riding in the games was invited to actually, well, he's a character, yeah, he's, yeah, you can play him as a game. He's invited to the tournament. Well, and I is. think... Do you know the plot of the games? Because it was always just an arcade thing where I would just go in and play and I never knew. I don't know how closely this mirrors the... I, uh, I think it actually does mirror the... the I think the, the movie sort of mirrors the the games a little bit in that there's like a big tournament um, between Earth's best uh, fighters and then the whatever what was it called Outworld I keep wanting to call it Outland but I remember no that's a Warcraft thing Almost like all the characters were human or looked human except for Goro. Yeah. Or like some of them secretly weren't, but. Yeah, like, Shang Tsung looked human, but he wasn't. And then, what's her name? K Katana? Yeah, there's Katara. Something. See, I get the characters mixed up Not from Qatar, the first, first game Qatar. versus later on, but they, like, I guess the, the ninjas who are all palette-swapped are supposed to not be human. Yeah. And there's a couple of, like, female ninjas, we're calling them ninjas, Clearly, just like wearing bikinis or something. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> there's like a green one and a pink one and a red one of them. I think they're all supposed to be aliens, too. I think so. Yeah. But, oh, look, because what's it? Was it Katana? It's not Qatar, that's, that's from it's Avatar. It's She's from Avatar, yeah. It's, it's just the name of Katana. Yeah, Katana. Because she was from the Outworld and 
chinks in the smell world, but they definitely looked human. Yeah. Or at least humanoid. That's just confusing to me. Uh, yeah. Well, it's not, okay, horribly confusing, but it's just... The two most alien-looking people here are Coral, clearly, and then Raiden, just because his hair's all weird. <laughs> um, which is strange, because Goro's not alien, or he says he's from some place called the Underworld. Oh, is he? Well, we'll get to that, but he's, he's, yeah. he's definitely an alien. Yeah. He's the prince of the something. Okay, so, cut to the docks. Yep. Uh, Johnny Cage is racist, whatever. <laughs> well, he's, he, he, Luke Hang walks by and he says, Hey, kid, you want to take my bags on the boat? And Luke Hang says, Sure! And then drops his luggage off in the water. Right. And then Johnny Cage makes the snarky remark. He says, I'm glad I didn't have him park my car. Yeah, Johnny Cage rolls with stuff really well. For being a prima donna, he's surprisingly cool about that well, kind of stuff. Because he's a dick about it, which is why Luke Hague's yeah. not just being aggressive. He's like, yeah, condescend to for no reason by this guy. Yeah. Um, but then he's <laughs> like, oh, okay, well, fair enough. You threw my shit in the ocean. <laughs> 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 he just reacts very well. Um, so, this part of my notes are just. This boat, okay? <laughs> because <laughs> it's, it's the coolest slash dumbest goddamn boat. It's it's very Arai Universal Studios. Yeah, because it's, it's very small. Like it's much smaller than a sailboat even is. Mm-hmm. They can carry more than three or four passengers. Uh, but it's carved like a dragon. Everything's torn up. There's random like rags hanging off everything, so it looks all ghosty. Yeah. Um, it has fog machines installed in it. It blows out this giant fog bank. Uh, and then, uh, was it Sonia? Yeah, Sonia. Jax. Jax. And Sonia's like, I'm going on boat. And Jack's like, I'm not. <laughs> just sort of like waits. Yep. Because so you never see him again. Yeah, exactly. But they replace him with 
this guy Art, I guess, who's the only black character with a name, couldn't be Jax, but there's Art. Yeah, because there's another, because there's another, um, there's another, uh, martial art, another black guy who's a martial artist, but he just dies he, he's, he's the first. He's the first guy to die out in Mortal Kombat, but we'll but die are, like, a bit. You have, you have already, I mean, you can only have two Mortal Kombat games, but you already have, like, a dozen and a half characters to choose from. Yeah. They invent this art guy, I don't know why. Yeah. Because, I mean, Jax is, he's in, he's in the, the second game. It's like, why not use him for the movie? Because, yeah. I mean, he, he was, robot arms. I would understand better. Like, okay, Cyborg is a culture in Los Angeles. Because there's yeah. two guys. Because there's Kano, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, he was, because he was also supposed to be in the same special spec ops or whatever group as Sonya was. Yeah, so, I mean, it makes sense. Just the police? I don't even know. I don't know. I thought it was supposed to be some sort of special forces or something, maybe. I mean, she's, she's not good at her job. No, so she's terrible. So she just starts assaulting random people again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like she, well, she like hits Johnny Cage and holds a gun to his throat because he's on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, hey, I'm looking to get killed. Are you the guy? He's like, no. Shoot me in the 
face fuller than in the Let's be friends. I know nothing about her except she's unhinged and violent. <laughs> <laughs> Chainsaw lives there. They, they have a conversation, but I don't remember what was about her at all. It's just a weird, like, welcome aboard my Boat. Yeah, and then he 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 was he was constantly kind of leering at Sonia, you know, making sort of you know, not not like lewd remarks, but he was definitely princess, my lovely, yeah, yeah. my lovely lady with lady parts. Welcome aboard my spooky boat. (laughs) I mean, she's clearly insane, but I'd be very uncomfortable (laughs) if I was her in this movie. Yeah. Even Johnny Cage is like always kind of. Growing at her. It's yeah, weird, like there's there's no place she'd be comfortable in this entire Slow motion ninjas come out, Sub-Zero and Scorpion, whose costumes do not translate to film well. No, it's not even remotely. (laughs) It looks kind of silly. Yeah, unfortunately. Like, the kind of Power Rangers silly, like, really silly. Yeah, it was... I, I, I don't know, I always thought that the... They, they didn't look like cloth in the games, but it was basically just black cloth on top, or blue or yellow cloth on top of black cloth. That's I think all. In the games, like. they. Because there's that. I forget what it's called. Um, but there's some Japanese. Robe thing that works like that, where it sort of goes over at their shoulder and then meets down at the waist. Mm. Uh, and I think it was supposed to be that in the games. In the movie, they're wearing like turtlenecks and slacks under it. Yeah, it was just like this full length, just black clothes. It was was kind of strange. I don't know. So, so they show off their powers in the least effective way possible. Sub-Zero walks up to the gun she's pointing at him, holds it for like three seconds and freezes it. 
which can still shoot him. (laughs) 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 And Scorpion has a bird instead of his cool bone spear. Because he has that cool harpoon thing he shoots out of his hand in the game. Yeah. It comes back and it's like a piece of his anatomy. Mm. Now he's got this like angry bird snake that comes out of his hand and has like he jaws and looks around and stuff. Masters 
was basically the WWF, but with martial arts instead of wrestling. It yeah, was, it would have like competitions to knock out the most fake putty goons. Yeah, like ninjas or ghosts or whatever. <laughs> and then they would fight each other for a certain amount of time. And they had energy bars on the side of the screen that would designate whenever they got hit. They would lose energy. And then yeah, it was, it was more overtly fake than WWE. Yeah, exactly. It's choreographed. Yeah. But it, I, 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 I watched it. I enjoyed it when I was 10 or 11 years old. It was I, I enjoyable. Guess, I, I think I enjoyed it. I never... Because they never made any bones about this is a real show. Mm-hmm. Like, you were like American Gladiators, where you can't tell much of it's staged, but it just looks dumb. Yeah. It was a very, like, imagine this was a, a TV show in an alternate world where demon ninjas are it's like, okay, so this isn't even. Yeah. You know, it's fun. I don't know. I still enjoyed it. Also, fun, because I, I, I looked this up just for funsies. The, the, guy, who, the guy who was the, the, the motion capture for Liu Kang in the original game... Also on that show. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I I was sort of just a show where everyone who wanted to be an actor and a martial artist but couldn't act that well went, right? That was just the... That was the place I bet that guy who plays Darth Maul in almost there. (laughs) <laughs> it could have been. What's the name? I don't know. I've seen a bunch of stuff at this point. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so, so, that, was, that, was, that was cool. So then Raiden Power Rangers in and saves them with lightning. <laughs> um, and no one reacts at all. Because it's green screen effect and they don't know that they're supposed to react to it. This like giant fucking energy gas just flows in, shoots both Sub Zero and Scorpion with lightning, nothing bad happens to them. And well, they he would have a power. He he had his lightning set to stun, though. Right. Right. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but he does have a reappearance of um, bad CGI lightning, which is one of my favorite. Things in films. <laughs> uh, 
so, so that was good. Um, and then he just calls a powwow with his team. And this, it doesn't confuse me, I just think it's dumb. Uh, they're acting like Raiden, okay, so he's explaining the situation, which is that the bad guys from Outworld want to invade our Earth. A lot like Super Mario Bros. actually. There's other dimension. They want to come over here and invade it. Also like Super Mario Brothers, they wouldn't last 47 feet of invasion. <laughs> like, we have guns, and they're not actually better at Kung Fu than our guns. Yeah, especially Kung Fu. Yeah, they're, they're nowhere near immortal. Like, they're just, they're, they're just regular yeah. sort of human demon creature like, things. They have a small army of MMA guys. Our MMA guys are about as good as them. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, there's they, one source never does anything that cool. Yeah, like he, he steals people's souls when they're almost dead and that's all they can do. Yeah, he, he does he doesn't mess up embalming procedure. That's not <laughs> anyway, so but to to make it into our world they have to have won ten tournaments in a row. I don't know how that works. Yeah, because um, they said it was once, the tournaments once every generation, which is like 10 years? 20 years? Well, I thought it was like 20, 25, but I don't know. But just see, to be every generation you want the next fighters Fight. If someone's like 18 when one happens and they're 45 by the next one, they never get a chance. True. But then so again, it's like half that. Well, I figure if if someone's going to be in the tournament, you have to basically be the winner because everyone else is going to be dead anyway. True. So, because it's Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So, I mean, even if it was every 10 years, uh, that would mean you'd have to wait 100 years before you get a chance to invade the, the Earth. Yeah, but everyone lives forever over there, I guess. Well, yes, since it was, a, since what was her name, Katana was said to be dead thousand years old or something yeah, ridiculous something like, like that. that. But so it's not the situation where we've already lost nine times. So this is the one mm -hmm. where 
If that's going to be the situation anyway, you don't have to set up the ten times thing like it's... Yeah, just like... like when they get in. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think they were trying to do that just to, just to imply that, oh, it's, this, is, this is a big deal because the, it's, it's taken them a hundred years to get here, not, not just now. It's sort of setting up like a 90s sports franchise movie where yeah. you know, we're on this huge losing streak. No one's coming to our games anymore. Coach Redden comes in. It's like, we can turn this around. So you get some new blood in here. <laughs> and they're like, a girl! <laughs> Which, if they played it that way, I would have been way more into it. <laughs> so, after win. The Mortal Kombat's whatever. Um, so yeah, it's these, and they act like Raiden assembled this team because Shang Tsung wants to win so he can invade the world. But Shang Tsung assembled Raiden's team. Like, he recruited everyone on that team except for Liu Kang, right? Yeah. He's all disguising himself as managers and luring Terminators and stuff. Yeah, that was... I, I, I guess maybe he was just trying to create a crappy team for Raiden, even though he picked... He might recruit college students. Yeah, so I mean, if 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 they'd recruit if he had recruited us for that team, he would have won. Like, hey, do you want to die and then have your role invaded by demons? But I'll give you thirty bucks. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. So yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna lie. I think I'm a generally decent guy in real life, but if a necromancer offers me a job, I'm taking it. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the story. <laughs> so that's. I guess I don't understand why like who's setting the rules up like why this tournament needs to have a certain victory count for the portals to open up who controls them yeah it's how they presume to take over the world small islands worth of guys who aren't stronger than our guys. I don't get any of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah. 
I think it, I think they probably put about as much thought into this as they did for the game's backstory. I don't know. Yeah. It seems like it. Uh, is this the same backstory as the games? I think, I think it's pretty it. similar. I thought the games were just sort of like a blood sport into the dragon. Everyone come out and fight for a prize thing. I didn't know there was like an invasion going on. I don't know if there was an invasion. It might have just been... It might, I don't know. Because I know that in the games, Goro was like big, bad, undefeated guy. Who, which he, he was in the movie too, but... I, I don't know exactly how it works. I don't remember how the games work, but I... It does seem like it was an unnecessary amount of backstory. That they just kind of kept going on and on for an unnecessarily long amount of time. Which... They yeah, do a couple more times. Yeah, it's well, well, for too long or for not long enough. Cause they explain how this is a backstory, so I can like get it. Yeah. One thing, there's a, there's nothing for me That's to like true. bite into here. So, yeah. Okay, so the goal is to win. The goal is always to win. Yeah, <laughs> it just gives surface details and then just kind of it's think like okay that's all yeah he, he could it could be for it could be for like a potion it could be for money <laughs> for literally anything yeah um, it's for invasion rights yeah. all right. <laughs> So they can't enter the earth until the wind nine ten times if one nine times. <laughs> Raiden tells them in a super mysterious way, like one of you three will determine the outcome of the tournament. That's a quote. Yeah. They already called one of them the chosen one. Yeah. Like we know this. And just based off of the other characters, like, you know, you know who is going to be the chosen one, even if they didn't say who the chosen one was. but you don't need this line. Yeah. Ten minutes after, like, Liu Kang's the chosen one, goddamn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. But, but like I said, just even even if you just look at their characters, you can tell even even if it, he wasn't said or if it wasn't said, Liu Kang was the chosen one. You could base it just off of how they act. Which one of them is the chosen one? I think. I don't know. It seems like the. Johnny Cage is 
usually the main character who's learned something about himself when he's the white guy. And usually it's how it goes in these movies. But whatever this verted a tiny little bit. <laughs> Then Rain says it has begun. Then Shang Tsung says it has begun. <laughs> back to back. Yep. <laughs> um, and the giant CGI skull firework happens. That's how they know. Uh, but then it signals nothing. Because it still isn't till next morning they get to the island. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing begins um, <laughs> for at least six to eight hours. <laughs> said that shit. Um, um, I really liked the little dragon boat sent out from. Dragon boat yep. get to shore, and then uh, that's where this is where Johnny Cage tries to pick up some luggage and falls into a lake. Yeah. And then I guess he just leaves it all there because yeah. he never has luggage. Oh. He, has, he has like five more things because there's the stair climbing gag. Yeah. But by the time he reaches the top, he's discarded everything else. <laughs> uh, everyone is super bitchy to each other. <laughs> yep. And Liu Kang all of a sudden knows what's going on doesn't again five seconds later because she's because Sonya's on her radio and she can't reach anyone right Liu Kang's like oh that's because check the compass on your wristwatch that everyone has in my universe (laughs) 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 and she does and they're at the North Pole or a different dimension or magnet or something. He's like, yeah, I knew that because I know everything about the silent and then has no idea who anyone is for the rest <laughs> of the movie. Um, uh, whatever. <laughs> they climb up. They're super bitchy to each other and they climb up to a kind of awesome map painting <laughs> cave mountain made out of faces and statues. <laughs> uh, I actually like this place a lot. I will say that the the set pieces actually look pretty decent in this movie. 
just in general, even the, yeah. the, the CGI or the, the painted ones, the green screen ones, they actually look pretty decent. I think the sets are pretty good. I think the cinematography is bad because it, it very much looks yeah. like some guys standing around in a well-decorated with styrofoam statues and Halloween decorations. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. But at least, whereas, like, Lord of the Rings didn't have better or significantly better sets, but they filmed them from, like, upward angles and put shadows and stuff where these guys are just standing around in the middle distance. Yeah. On clearly a movie set or a Or something. I see what you mean, but I still, I still kind of, I thought that they at least looked decent. Oh, it was a great looking place. Yeah, and just somehow they still managed they did nothing to mask how fake it was. Yeah, um, it was really well crafted. But it was just like, okay, but then you have to hide the seams, not also show them. (laughs) Yeah. Say eyes if I've ever made anything look good. Also meet Princess Katana and a horrible CGI lizard. Yeah, that was the other thing. Geico commercial CGI lizard. That was the other thing I didn't understand. Why they? I mean, why did they have to? Because the the character was reptile. The secret yeah. character in the first one. It's just the green ninja of the yellow and blue. Yeah. So, so it's like Scorpion Why did they have to turn him? Why did they have to change the character? That's like that. What? That why did they have to make him look so terrible? This is like two years after Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like, he looks like an N64 boss. <laughs> well, I thought, wasn't... I thought Jurassic Park was puppetry, puppetry though, for the most part. Yeah, back and forth. Like, the brontosauruses and stuff. Brachiosaurus. Apatosaurus. Brontosaurus didn't exist, I guess. Yeah. And then maybe it did? I don't know. Um, more CGI. And, well, this movie didn't have a very large budget either, because I actually looked at it. Yeah, like a $15 million. This was also after Mario Brothers. Like, Mario Brothers had like a $50 million budget. Oh, it had a big budget. It was like three times the budget of this movie. 
But they still have the props up for you. You could have just got a Goomba head stuck on after. That's true. Go to their U-Haul and be like, hey, can we borrow this? Reptiles Ninja in our movie. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I don't get why they just decided to change that character of all things. Because every other character seems to be mimicking their video game counterparts pretty significantly pretty much. Well, there's some difficult powers that like he can predator camouflage and stuff, and I would have all been perfectly interesting as the Green Ninja guy is a little different than the yellow is just a little different than the blue. Yeah. But they don't do it. Yeah. Katana's just sitting there and someone has to tell him that's Princess Katana. She's a billion years old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then we have the very Enter the Dragon feast. Um, <laughs> except uh, it's weird because in Enter the Dragon you have People sort of standing around being cool and trying to get a feel of the situation. And this, um, Katana keeps giving the fuck eyes to Kang. <laughs> Rain has to go find a restaurant because they close the door in his face. <laughs> I will say that that Christopher Lambert does have a few shining moments in this movie. On the whole, he's kind of eh, but there are a few moments which one will talk about a bit later. There are a few moments where he's. Pretty delightful. <laughs> right now he's just going to hit a deli somewhere. Because <laughs> he's can't then, But then off those other, like, something is tense under the surface feasts in movies. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Like, it's a subtle something's wrong. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. This one, Shakespeare's is like, the swamp nerds! And <laughs> all these ninjas in to fuck up the tables. <laughs> like, like, you thought you were eating? You can't even eat! Fuck you, I wrote this! <laughs>
what his strategy's gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> Which his strategy is apparently wait around for 20 seconds and eventually sh- you know, shoot ice at them. Which I didn't realize that it took that much time for the charge. I mean, it takes it's ice power. Well, it takes a little while in the game because you can't just like launch them off or you win automatically. So it's, yeah, but it's I mean, a it's a show you can thing where you or kamehameha thing or uh, yeah everything <laughs> that does that. <laughs> Every fighting game or anime thing yeah, like that. Charge up your shit and throw at someone. Yeah. Um, I really like the design of these guys. The, they're Foot Clan Ninja guys. Or buddies or whatever. That try and make fun of things by comparing them to other things compulsively. <laughs> but these guys, um, they're just wearing like scarves over their heads and parachute pants are just all ripped to hell. And <laughs> like, you can kind of tell that it's a multi ethnic crowd, but you can use the same extra. 20, 30 times and no one will know. Yeah. It's like, hey, hey, the guy with the nipples, we saw him already. (laughs) 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 So they're cool. Sub-Zero kills one. Shang Tsung's just blowing through his human resources for no human or are these all demons or something? I don't know. Uh, or aliens or whatever they are. I, I would imagine they're probably the demons from the outworld. Like, I mean, that would make, sort of make sense. That's... that's I, th- I thought that the idea was that Shanksen brings a certain number of, of warriors to the to the Mortal Kombat tournament, tournament and then Raiden brings a few. But these aren't his warriors, they're just like his staff. Yes, with the, the masks and stuff, or the scarves and stuff, because they never fight Tournament. Right, they just kinda they they just kinda circle around a bunch of people in the tournament. Yeah, and they bring people stuff right. and rituals and they they bust the tables by knocking them all over and making <laughs> one of themselves shatter <laughs> on it. <laughs> 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 I mean, they're, they're the, uh, the Gears, what do you call those guys, Metalocalypse? 
One of them is Kevin Michael Richards, who's, who's like, who does everything. And he, he did the speaking voice. And the guy who did all, all of his like yelling voice was Frank Welker, who also does everything else. Frank Frank Walker has been someone I've seen who's had like eight seconds of actual stuff. Yeah, I I know. Like, give me three million dollars, I'll peace. (laughs) Like that's yeah, I know. Frank Walker's amazing. Yeah. Both those guys are amazing. They are. So, they're following someone. Following Shang Tsung, I guess. Yes. Or... Liu Kang is following Shang Tsung. Yeah. Everyone else starts following Liu Kang because they've decided they're friends now because they've <laughs> threatened each other so many times. Uh... because she wanted to find Kano. And then the other guys follow her because they 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 they're they're masochists, I guess. They enjoy the abuse at this point. I mean Kang is following because Right, because she killed his brother. Right, he wants to get revenge. Johnny Cage just wants to go along with the crowd, I guess. Then they find the secret cool kids dinner. (laughs) 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 Because they send some guys to smash up the nerds dinner. (laughs) The cool kids dinner is in this cave where it's just Kano and Goro. Yeah. Um, Kano's being all gross and eating grease. Exactly. <laughs> because eating a turkey like Because he's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> because. We just talk about, like, so he's being paid to do this? He, like, he, I, where's he going to cash this? Yeah, exactly. Like, he has to win the tournament in order to get his money. And in order to win the tournament, he at least has to go through all of all of the, you know, he has to go through Sonya and Liu Kang and Johnny Cage and Goro. Well, and he seems to be aware that the plan is take over his earth with terrible uh, sorcery ninjas who will never actually see this plan 
It's like he's gonna either not have any place to spend his money or die. He's, he, he's stuck, basically. He's dumb. <laughs> uh, you see the Goro Puppet for the first time, it's actually pretty cool. Um, when he's sitting or not walking around trying to do stuff with his arms. Yeah. But then they show him in like full light again, and it's not very. Just this giant, like, like, kind of an orc from World of Warcraft, kind of human centipede-looking motherfucker. Because <laughs> yeah. you can tell what it is. You just have a guy with a shoulder rig on that has two extra arms and a head on top of it. But in the game they flesh the whole guy out so the proportions kind of work and this one's clearly just he has like a six foot tall torso yeah uh, so it just looks kind of awkward and centipede-esque yeah it's it's not it's not the best, unfortunately. Although he's also the prince of some species that lives underground in tunnels and stuff, so maybe that's just they slither around and have a bunch of legs. It's possibly. Um, but it looks pretty good. Like the 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 way the head moves, the way the arms move when they're not trying to do things athletic but then they do that thing where they're a little too proud of their puppets so he's always making these weird like <laughs> arm motions gestures and everything yeah. and they don't quite work like you can see there's a machine under there that's so little clunky the weight doesn't distribute right muscles don't actually contract and you know just the yeah and then for me the one thing that always bothers me about a lot of not just video games but movies in general also is video games movies and all that kind of stuff is that it's amazing how few of them actually get mouth movements right like it's, yeah. it's like up until what was it LA Noir like nothing could get mouth movements right no video game no movie CGI could get CGI mouth movements correct Gollum did it Gollum was but it was most reactionary yeah but I mean, like, but well, yeah. I mean, so like, L.A. Noir was motion capture too, but that was that was like the first instance of CGI mouth movement that actually looked realistic to me, at least. Nowadays, it happens 
most of the time, which is actually pretty impressive. But well, think of that twenty apps lot more. These try to imitate just in void. It doesn't work. You have to fill someone's face and turn it into machine. Yeah. But 20 years ago, it was particularly bad looking. So that that modern Gora's Gora's an animatronic, so it's not. Well, I think he's part animatronic, part CGI. I thought his I thought his face was CGI, but I could be wrong. I think it's an animatronic face because he has that only. Through that one's articulation, that actually would make more sense than why the why the why the mouth movements weren't right. Because yeah, CGI is animatronic. You can always tell when it's CGI because they're too animated. Yeah, like they move parts of their face that people don't even move when they're talking because yeah. they think that's what makes it look lifelike and then. Looks like this weird rubber goblin. Um, <laughs> Goro could only move his eyebrows and had like a sneer and a frown face and just do some combination of those two things over and over again. Yeah. So I think he was animatronic. And he had those weird proportions that animatronics always do where it's like nose and eyes are still sort of bunched close together high up on his face thing that has a huge whatever you call between the nose and the lip yeah. thing that's always that, that's usually mm. I think he looked really good until he started moving around trying to look like he could fight uh, yeah Yeah, it looked cool up right up until that minute. It's kind of like, uh, yeah, it's like sitting in the throne, threatening Terminator. Uh, <laughs> cool. I thought, yeah, and then yeah, things happened. Yeah. Um, Guys get kind of caught spying and get away super easily. Because <laughs> uh, they hear him like, what's that? And like, oh shit, let's slowly walk down this corridor. <laughs> and they get away with no problem whatsoever except a terrible CGI gecko that can predator blend. <laughs> Falls and doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> but there's an account between him and Kang, but he spits in his face and runs away. And his spit actually oh, doesn't hurt right. at all, so it's fine. I mean, he, he first acted like it was some sort of acid spray, and then he was like, oh no, actually, I'm fine. Never mind. Yeah, I mean, it, it burns his eyes like it's 
painful, but now I can't see 12 seconds later. Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was like hot water. They just are mad. And then this... So they're looking for Katana, and they're tearing through decades of cobwebs that are completely <laughs> blocking this corridor. And they're like, she came this way. <laughs> I guess How? I just no. Super basic <laughs> shit. <laughs> she can't come this way, and I know she didn't come this way because you're pressing through cobwebs. She would have had to press. <laughs> really, some really basic goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think that was. Johnny Cage leading on that point, so he was just lying. Have you heard that dumb before? I don't think he was dumb, I think he was just lying. Well, then why were they so dumb? <laughs> He's doing the dramatic arm, like pressing into other sides. He's an actor. Somehow they accidentally break back into the room and just left. <laughs> and there's foot soldiers. And I didn't care except suddenly the song comes roaring back yeah. into <laughs> Just when I was out, the, the music just pulled me back in. So they kind of obviously, Liu Kang, Sonya Blade, and Johnny Cage's stunt double up. <laughs> but he didn't have a lot of pretty obvious cutaways from his face, even though it's Well, I think, I think. Liu Kang actually did his own stunts because the guy who plays him was actually a stunt coordinator for the movie. Well, so did, um, I forget her name already, but the actress for Sonic Blade made a point of doing most of her own stunts. Save everyone by doing absolutely nothing again. Of course, he 
shows up and does eye lightning effects. Everyone's like, well, that could be dangerous. <laughs> He was, he 
refuse to action murder him, which is not what's on your plate, because <laughs> next fight's in the exact same arena on the beach. Um, you just saw me Blade beating up the Terminator, which it's more obvious than any other point. There are no weight classes in this tournament <laughs> uh, because he weighs like 300 pounds. He weighs at least 120 pounds more than she is. Probably crazy fucker. <laughs> <laughs> She's not like she's not skinny, no. But she's like an athletic jogger type build. Yeah, yeah. she's um, she is she. I mean, there was one point where he gave her like a spinning back fist, and I'm pretty sure that would have killed most people. Like, I know she was trained in special forces and that sort of thing, but was Kino a robot everywhere? Does he just have the eye? I think it was just the eye. I don't know. So it's not like hitting or steel. No, no. No. But still, I mean, he would, even, even even though she was trained in trying to, you know, take that kind of punishment. I still don't think that she would have been able to get out of that with at least a mild concussion. Well, because there's, there's ways you can show she's, like, faster and more agile and doesn't get hit or something. Uh, yeah. But she just punches him in the no, gut. They just square off and start pounding each yeah. other, and she, for some reason, doesn't die. Yeah. Also, he has a knife. Yeah. For the first, like, 30 seconds, then tosses away or something. But I think she kicks it out of his hand or something. Yeah, but it's like. No, he Keiko definitely should have won by stabbing for sure. Yeah, but he, by by being twice her weight by stabbing. Yeah. Also you just wonder what the rules are, because okay, fine, you don't have weight categories. You also don't have no weapons policies. Well, I would have enjoyed enjoy a lot if she just shot him. <laughs> she didn't bring any guns with her, of course. Breaks his neck with her, with her thighs. Not super no. skinny thighs, but still not big enough to break his neck, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. It's not the same without the music. They don't have the the Mortal Kombat music, so I don't care about this fight at all. It's not very well recorded. <laughs> Breaks his neck. What the hell? <laughs> the next, the next fight to me, it was 
confusing because it's like not a fight because yeah had I two was fights in the ring yeah I was I was I was like is this a sanctioned Mortal Kombat fight and then Johnny Cage is the only one who's not watching his teammates like yeah. Like, Luke Kane's watching Sonny Blade. Sonny Blade's watching Luke Kane. Johnny Cage's like, I'm gonna go walk in Richard. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, hope you guys are alive tonight. He's off in the woods, and then suddenly Scorpion shows up. And we're like, is this actually a fight? Or and it's an immediate cut. Like, there's no context yeah. whatsoever. It's just meanwhile. Yeah. It's just Ow. like not supporting his friends. <laughs> <laughs> He's just kind of there. And then Scorpion is just kind of there. Just bugs him with his stupid And then he hurts yeah, which I uh, I think I looked this up. Uh, one of the creators of Mortal Kombat actually provided the voice of Scorpion for the Get Over Here thing, which yeah, I think he did in the games too. Sweet. Yeah, so that was cool. But. But it's also just making sense in context, because get over here is what he says when he pins them with his harpoon thing, pulls them in to fight them. Yeah. And this one, this snake bird is snaking around all the trees trying to eat him, and there's no get over here, it's just gonna... Well, I think he's, I think he's trying to do the same thing he did in the games, but he misses every time. Yeah. Well, then he so, kills himself on tree trunk, which right. is ridiculous. Yeah. And then another thing that they just freaking roll with, like Johnny Cage goes to kick him, both fall into a hole in space, which is just <laughs> there, and land in like bamboo under construction hell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like Johnny Cage is the exact same reaction here that the audience does, which is looking around like. What? <laughs> Why? Where? Huh? How the shit is this? <laughs> um, then what? He, get, he gets knocked into a mummy. It looks gross. Um, yeah. They fight for a while. Scorpion clearly breaks Cage's arm. But he's fine. He stomps on his head, but it's fine. Cage breaks Scorpion's ankle, but it's fine. Knocks him down, then Cage's like, oh, 
I could finish him off, but I can also climb a tree. <laughs> so he climbs away from him. <laughs> this fight fell apart very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Falls into more mummies. It's, it's so dumb. Yeah. And then... They stop fighting several times to go do weird interactive stuff with bamboo backgrounds. <laughs> um, then he pulls his face off. Scorpion. Scorpion, Scorpion pulls his Scorpion pulls, pulls his own he, face yeah, off. There we go. He's got a weird looking skull behind. Yep. And cage. Just automatically, I was like, oh, that means it's about to shoot fire. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no reason you know that or expect it, because it makes no sense. <laughs> he grabs a shield, blocks the fire. Um. I swear to throw this fell apart. Cuts him and Scorpion has magma blood, which Cage also knows means he's about to explode. Which he does. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. That was gonna happen, but it did. Yep, somehow. Um, oh, the autograph was really funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he blows him up, and the last thing you see with all this fire and body parts is a, a photograph of Johnny Cage floating down. Says to my biggest fan, <laughs> signed Johnny Cage, which I think is his friendship fatality in the game. When you choose not to kill him. Mm. I don't know. I think that, I don't know. I haven't played enough of the games to know that for sure. But yeah, probably it's a, like these non-fatal fatalities where yeah. they do something to call a truce and like Braca, the guy with the blades is not in this movie, like carves them one of those like hand linked together paper chain things. <laughs> Uh, Johnny Cage gives him his autograph. I don't know what Scorpion does, but... Uh, I don't know. I, I remember... I remember the... The... The babalities, whatever, where you turn your opponent <laughs> into a baby. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Those were the best ones. Yes. Actually, no, the fatalities are the best one. No, they really are. So then, I guess Cage just like walks back from hell. <laughs> yeah, 
God, where the hell did he go? And then he's like, well, alright, I'm done. And then he just somehow gets back. Pick a direction, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are on an island. I mean, unless that teleport in space. He could be anywhere. Yeah. But I guess, <laughs> I guess they decided that he was facts uh, still on the island. So I mean they could've they could have even just fallen through like a hole in the ground or a sinkhole or something. There's a bunch of ways this could have not been stupid. Yeah. But I mean uh, they specifically fall into a portal. Yeah. Like it's, it's a weird it's like, a vertical Photoshop After Effects to store where yeah. like it bends and there's a hole yeah in the air in the ocean yeah so he walks back from hell whatever it's all on <laughs> has to fight Katana, but they secretly just talk. And yeah. this Mortal Kombat isn't mortal, because everyone just leaves and they don't have to win or lose. Yeah, Chang Sung is disappointed in Katana because Because. So she's trying to tell him how to beat Sub-Zero. She's not allowed to say water for some reason. So she says the element that brings life because it's faster. <laughs> Which is carbon. <laughs> carbon is the element that brings life. <laughs> For the record, everyone. <laughs> I think they were talking about that. Never mind. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play devil's advocate this time. It's You're right. Fine. Sure. <laughs> he needs coal. He needs coal. <laughs> he needs sub zero. Which would also make more sense in how it freaking happens. Because oh, the fight just ends, I guess. Cut to inside where Raiden just brings in a bucket of water and puts yeah. it down like. <laughs> <laughs> Again, 
Is this a sanctioned Mortal Kombat match? I would assume yes, because Katana knew about it beforehand. I mean, this, this looks like Arena did, but at least it's a round room, which is more than I, yeah, apple trees or whatever. Yeah. But there wasn't, like, a crowd there to, to witness it, so it's like, uh, it's, it's, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, so they beat each other up. No music. Too bad. Oh, man. <laughs> Sub-Zero's gonna Kamehameha with his eyes. But fortunately, being the master of ice, his weakness is ice. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the same with Scorpion. It's like he breathes fire, but his weakness is fire. Well, his weakness was a giant serrated shield. Like okay, that's, well, that's <laughs> You'd be surprised how many people have that weakness. <laughs> I guess so. Anyway, so 
Specifically, he killed 20 guys in the yeah, span like, of like eight seconds. Like, I would have got it with like three. Yeah. <laughs> but no, every character who's not on screen dies in this montage. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's what, see, that was what threw me off when I was thinking, okay. Were there only like six people invited to this? No, there were like 40. And Goro kills half of them in a 15 second montage. Yeah, well, in which you don't see Goro. Right. Because the puppet can't convincingly kill anyone. No, of course not. Yes, they just fall into gravel and they're all dead. Which context clues point towards that meaning that Goro wins a lot, but you could not tell from just the thing. It's just it's just a bunch of tired looking guys stuck dolls and extras falling over. Are they at least all different stunt doubles, or is I think repeated? I hope they're all different. There were a lot of stunt people in this movie. Fair enough. There were like 30 or 40 of them. So now Goro has to kill Art. Um, yeah. Which... It looks like, you know, no problem. He's super slow. Can't kill anyone. Uh, Art has no problem. But Art decides to be sporting. He's gonna let him get one punch in. Because <laughs> he sort of reels back his clumsy, like, animatronic fist. And Art's like, could step in either direction, but I won't. That'd be a dick move. <laughs> Which is a mistake. Because <laughs> he dies. Yeah, because Goro, Goro picks him up, brain chops him, and yeah. that's it. And Goro's legs are so short. Torso's so long, and he moves so slowly. I don't know why anyone's lost. How is he undefeated? Yeah, it makes a. I mean, you could just circle around him. I could just circle around him. Yeah, you tired eventually. Good. Oh, and then doesn't Shang Tsung? 
he says it's a flawless victory, but it's not because Goro's got hit several times. But his health bar is full. I mean, he was hit a few times, though, still. That's not flawless victory. Yeah, just around the ribs and stuff, like nothing that seems to hurt him. But still, I mean, I don't know. Also, knives are allowed. You should have brought a knife. You could bleed the guy out. Yeah. He's huge. He's probably a big ass blood vessel.
maybe just depends on the person who's solely taking? I think I'm thinking too. I think I'm thinking too far and too hard about this. It's in range of to lecture everyone for not being careful enough. <laughs> so Cage, Chalmers, Coro. Well, he, he, he says that everyone. If they don't conquer their fears, then they can't win the tournament. And they said something like, and kids like, well, I've always been afraid of 12 foot forearmed men. <laughs> I don't know. It was something like that. But then, yeah. Yeah. So there's this weird conversation is happening where like for the right to challenge Koro, he lets Shane Sun do whatever he wants. So yeah, okay, but in return, I get to choose everything else that happens yeah. for this term. He's like, yeah. Yeah, and, and, then, Ra and then Raiden immediately shows up says, no, and then Shang says, nope, it's already been decided. We're sorry. The terms and conditions of our agreement have been met. You have no power here. It's a dramatic sound for Kate. like, hey, it's called Mortal Kombat. I'm immortal, and mortals are dumb. I can do what I want. <laughs> it's whatever. Yeah. She's <laughs> gonna fight Goro. They're on the gravel floor where Goro's apparently killed like 30 guys. Uh, Kid comes in with sunglasses all like, mm, it's pretty funny. Actually, like a lot. Yeah. It just shows up being unimpressed by Goro. Mm -hmm. And uh, Goro shows up, spends 45 seconds roaring, which is what he does 80% of the time. Yeah, and then does the super awkward arm movements while he roars, just yeah. to remind you he's animatronic. He's got the bottom two arms, which have arms, and then the top two are sort of just doing these weird crab motions. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I didn't particularly like that that 80% of Goro's dialogue was yelling and roaring at the camera. I actually kind of like that. I don't know. I, I, I would have thought it was huge. That's what I would do most of I would have preferred Kevin Michael Richardson's voice, vocal talents. I mean, I like Frank Walker a lot, but I would have liked him to have dialogue. I'm hungry. I don't 
seconds or so uh, and then he doesn't he's, move from the game what Johnny does right uh, I think it is actually does the splits drop down to like dick height punches Goro in the presumably four testicles yeah um, and Goro of course, being a humanoid sort of creature, uh, crumples over and roars in the same the same vocal register that he was instead of an octave higher, like most guys do when they get kicked in the nuts. Honey, he just hams it up for like a minute and a half. Yeah, no, it's it's and, ridiculous. And because it's trying to keep saying, well, I'm in an old fight, time to climb something. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he off to climb the wall because there's no bamboo around to climb. <laughs> uh, and then Shang Tsung is annoyed. Uh, and he yells at Goro, and Goro gets up and is perfectly fine yeah. after getting, you know, after getting his testicles crushed. But you wouldn't be, it's not like, you don't die. No, but you're definitely off for like a few, for more, more than like a minute. Hey, you walk funny, but you don't throw up and not be able to crush someone. Yeah. Well, look, I've crushed a lot of people. I'm <laughs> saying, <laughs> <laughs> like, he's a 12 foot monster. It's. Uh, he should be fine. So, Goro follows Johnny Hitch up to a cliff, very small cliff at that. Yeah. But then, so, Johnny Cage is sort of like hidden from him, 
He thinks he is something clever, like shove him off the cliff or something. But he doesn't. He just announces himself. Yeah. And fights him from yeah. a huge distance. Like it pans out and you see that there are two figures fighting on the cliff. Suddenly, Johnny Cage is super strong and kicks this like 500 pound Goro <laughs> off the cliff after apparently winning against him for. Sorry, that was my phone. Oh, okay. Um, for. I, I don't know, it's weird. Like, they don't show the fight, but Johnny out fights him. Kicks him off a cliff in really short order. Yeah, which no one else could even hurt him, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like, well, I think being outside in the fresh air gives Johnny superpowers. I guess. I think also the. The motivation came from his lost sunglasses. Because he does tell Goro that those were $500 sunglasses. True. He was pissed off about his loss there. Even though he's a movie star. Yeah, he's super strong because of the, the loss of his poor sunglasses. Well, I think he got all his strength took all the strength from Sonya the Neckbreaker because in the next scene she's helplessly getting kidnapped. Yeah. Uh, like Shang Tsung just grabs her. And yeah, and like, remember when she broke the Terminator's neck? Like, <laughs> she can't do anything all of a sudden. Takes her out to Outworld, because one of the things that Johnny Cage agreed to was that he could do whatever he wanted for the last fight. Yeah, and then Shangson says that he is going to fight Sonya, which again he he's been he's been doing these not very subtle like hints about Sonya being important or something for the entire movie. Yeah, and I guess it's just because the whole time he just wanted to beat her up. Maybe because there's there's no explanation ever given as to why why Shang Tsung actually brings her like brings her to the tournament or makes her fight or kidnaps her or does any of that stuff there's no explanation because she's really the girl and they have to save her can't be saving a guy Right. Because that'd be gay. Of course. Can't. 
Miguel and your friends die. <laughs> yeah, it's just die. So Raiden can't go with because that world has a restraining order. <laughs> can't be there after the incident. <laughs> but he says that there will be someone there who will be able to guide them. Oh, he says, if you look hard enough, you'll find a guide in the most, like, improbable place or something. And then it's that lady who's been there again <laughs> the whole time. Who's been gone for the last hour. Who is standing right yeah. where they go. <laughs> So if you look hard enough, you'll see the only other named character. <laughs> Fucking whatever. Outworld is a foggy parking lot with statues in it. <laughs> it's and a lot of fires. Yeah, just little like just little fires, just everywhere. It was, it was, there was more fire there than the Cooper Kingdom in Super Mario Brothers. Although, Keith psyched himself up really funny, which I like. <laughs> like, I'm feeling exactly, I'm just sort of like, okay, I don't like this, but I can handle it. Can you handle it? I can handle it. I hate this. <laughs> oh! Oh, I forgot. Sorry, I forgot the one since since we were since we just mentioned the Goro fight. That dude, that dude. I finally remembered one of Ryan's crowning moments was when Johnny Cage punched him in the punch Goro in the junk. Raiden went like, "Yeah, awesome." Sorry. And then he just he's like looking at one of the guys, just random people, and he's like, yeah. He's like, you're not appreciating as much as I am. Stop fighting. Like, Goro gets to fight, Shang Tsung gets to fight. How come Lightning Dude is off? I, I don't know. I mean, he was he was a lot of like fight in the game. He's the guy who the lightning. Yeah. He's the only guy I wanted to see him fight. This guy on his plate. Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, mm, I I don't think it was. Investigate. Then a bunch of shit happens. I don't know. 
I think how this works. I think reptile turned into a human. Well, okay, so there's these like gargoyle statues everywhere. They're clearly inhuman. They've got the pointy ears and stuff. Yeah. And I think there's mummies in their chest. Like there's some sort of torture device, right? Something. So then, horrible CGI lizard gets thrown into one. Oh. Vines come out of its chest. Pulls stupid CGI gecko into the statue. And the statue shrinks down, turns into a green ninja. Then kicks Kang through a wall, goes and fights Kang, and Johnny Cage just goes and gets lunch or something. Because <laughs> they were eight feet from each other, and this entire fight is Kang yeah. reptile. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess I must have not quite followed that entire sequence of events. Because it makes no sense. Yeah. I had to watch it twice, and it turns out, like, no, I wasn't wrong. Just nothing makes any sense. Cage is watching or getting lunch or something. Yeah. Reptile is a CGI gecko inside of a statue with mummy in it. <laughs> uh, Kang beats him up and then he turns into a statue full of bugs. Right. Yeah. And then, and then Kang decides he doesn't want Reptile to come back so he squashes the bugs but he doesn't squash all of them because there's still worms that crawl around on the earth. I think he might just squash Reptile. I'm not sure. I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was just maggots and, and worms in that pile but maybe Reptile's there but Makes no sense. There's yeah. no, the rules are different and they don't make any sense. No. Doesn't. Yeah. Now Katana's suddenly here. Mm-hmm. Luke Cage's, or not Luke Cage's. <laughs> that would be a cool movie. That would Johnny Cage. The show, by the way? No, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? No, no, no. Uh, uh, Jessica Jones. No, I need to. I know. He's cool. Um, yeah, so. He just so dumbly appears all of a sudden to be talked to by Katana because as long as nothing dangerous is happening, he can still be around. Uh, 
explains that the parking lot used to be like Earth and whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> it's written something. It was She's something like. It was something like her. Okay. Let me see if I can remember the the ridiculous um, uh, plot vomit that well, just happened. Exactly Super Mario Brothers. Well, yeah, oh yeah, she was nice. Oh yeah, it was it was exactly the same plot because because her father was the rightful heir to the throne, and then some guy took over instead of him. Who's the bad guy now? Yeah, and then she's a refugee princess of a terrible place. Yeah, holy shit, it is Super Mario Brothers, the movie, yeah. but... Well, it's in a broader sense, there's this entire genre, I feel like, of... Movies with fantastic settings where the risk is the fantastic setting bleeding into our reality. But, in all of them that I've seen so far, their reality would lose to ours anyway. <laughs> like, we have helicopters. <laughs> They're fucked. <laughs> we just saw Goro, their strongest guy, get his ass kicked because someone punched him in the balls. <laughs> It's more deadly than punching the balls. Every weapon we have. <laughs> the ones we don't have to go through background checks to buy are deadly than being punched in the balls. I have several power tools. In my shed, that are deadlier than getting punched in the balls. <laughs> Which I could also use for Moses. Yeah, exactly. I could turn go into planks. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's apparently the rule, is that if you don't agree to Mortal Kombat, then, then the, out, the Outworld can't win. Yeah, but, but then it's also, she forfeits, or he says she forfeits. But yeah, but, but then Shang Tsung says... Well, if you don't fight, then you forfeit. But then it's like, but that's not the rules. And he says, I don't play by the rules or something. So why is he doing any of this? <sighs> you know, she's, she's stalling very effectively, which 
I like how it's not like a clever rag. Morse is like, no, I'm not gonna do that. That's dumb. Dumb. Son is actually the only one at this point who's helping the earth. <laughs> everyone else is digging around. She's like, no, I can actually just not use. Yeah. Doom here. Yeah. You do that, that weird thing where you don't know how much time has gone by because apparently they just started talking. Because it took however much time they had to do to put the kidnapped girl in a weird dress and do her hair. Mm-hmm. Also, like Mario Brothers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh god, they did. Uh, so you don't know how long she's been there, but everyone shows up at exactly this moment. Um, well, cause, cause, yeah, cause she, she, she keeps saying, uh, something about everything will be fine once your friends show up. Shang Tsung says that will never happen. And then, Cage and and Liu Kang just pull off their masks and say like, Oh no, we're actually here. It might interest you to know that your house is a quarter mile from the portal that anyone could walk through. (laughs) Um, Why you would make that assertion about us not being here, we don't know. You're really that <laughs> so Kang's gonna fight Shang. The music starts. Yep. So this fight is awesome. Of course. Because it's still kind of poorly choreographed. The music's on. <laughs> Shang Sun's dark sword tree looks a lot like punching. <laughs> is what I wrote <laughs> Punching and or kicking and potentially throwing. Like, I'm not as good a sorcerer as Shang Tsung is, but it turns out I can do some pretty ham-fisted sorcery. <laughs> um, because I can also punch things. <laughs> so, okay, um, Sonia, Katana, and Johnny Cage are all just like watching this fight. I guess because he gets the rules to help. Or something. Yeah. Shang Tsung brings in all the other guys who are supposed to be zombies, but just look like guys. Yeah. Like, and they don't help with those either. No, because I guess that's against the rules. But even though there are no rules, it shows them watching from like 15 feet away sometimes. Sometimes that wide shot, they're just not there. Like, did you notice that? It's 
that I didn't, but I'll have to. I'm not, I'm not gonna watch the entire movie again. But it's yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so okay, speaking of dumb, uh, he he gets hit. You see, the only blood in the movie, which is his lip, is bleeding. He's got kicked in the face, punched in the face, or headbutt in the face, or something. Liu Kang walks up to him. We know this guy's a sorcerer. While Liu Kang is staring at him, he morphs into his brother, and he still fucking falls for him. Well, no, he's I, right in front I, of him. I actually, I don't think he does. I think it. Oddly enough, even though I think that the, the guy who played Liu Kang didn't actually do a very good job acting, but the character of Liu Kang, I think he was actually acting that part because he definitely, it definitely seemed like he was he was at least resisting the idea that that was his brother through the entire scene. Because he definitely was saying, no, you're, you're not, you're not Chan. This is not, this is, this yeah, is he, real. He's doing that thing where he's within two feet of him as his guard and like, this doesn't seem like something Chin would say, but he's uh, he's talking with like these people. Um, yeah, I I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. It seems like he's uh, it's 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 difficult to tell. But I well, it's hard to tell if he falls for because Chang Sung uses it really ineffectively. So he sneaks up on him and hits him. He just. Turns back into Shang Tsung, tries to punch him in the face at some point. Well, it's it's after it's after Liu Kang apparently decides that it was not actually his fault that his brother died. It was Shang Tsung who killed his brother, and then and then some weird demoralizing thing, but. Could also have been solved if Liu Kang had instead just kicked him in the stomach. Yeah, because because as because as this whole dialogue is happening, below them spikes are coming up from the floor. Oh, which is the the Mortal Kombat dragon. I didn't notice that. Which is awesome. The floor's just giant, like, tiled. It's actually really cool looking on that logo. Which I guess in this universe is just Shang Tsung's logo. I guess. 
one of the emperors or whatever. Because mm. Shang Tsung isn't the emperor. I just figured that out, like, towards the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, he works for him. Yeah, the whole time I thought he was the emperor. Yeah, no, I, th- I think they said they, there was a throwaway line around that said that he was, like, the general for the emperor or something. But they was, like, one line early on, and they never mentioned again until the end. So, uh... Shane Sun comes back in a Shane Sun. Yeah, has punched in the face. Yeah. Kang finds inner strength to not be beat up anymore. For what? Yeah. Then... You notice what caused this? Because all of a sudden, Shang Tsung just starts leaking souls. Like, they just start flying away from his face. Hmm. Kang is, like, punching him out of him. He's just losing his power because Kang's not scared of him anymore. Huh. And the ghosts are just getting away. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Kang Shoryu comes to it to spikes. Whatever. <laughs> Turns into a mummy and there's this sort of like soul snow globe thing going on. Where all the ghosts escape. Including... Yeah, Kang's brother. His brother, notably absent, is Art, who I know. Who they all screamed when he died like they were best friends or something. And he's like, so Art's not there. Johnny Cage's manager isn't there. Even, not even Kano's there. No, no, he actually didn't get absorbed. Did he? That's true. He probably didn't. See, it, it might have greasy, sweaty soul. So it's like, no, that's true. Just Yeah. Don't worry. 
everybody down. Let's all hang out in the, the afterlife. Unless you want to stay here and be like a cool necromancer or something, which no one does. <laughs> okay, so cuts immediately to they're already back on Earth in town again. Yeah, with the with the terrible music. Quite honestly. <laughs> It was terrible. It was like I I don't know. It was it was trying to be like happy synth pop sort of shit, but it was it's just no mocks, right? Yeah, but it did not fit in with the entire rest of the movie soundtrack, which was the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. Or heavy metal. I like 90s new metal. <laughs> no, it was it was definitely heavy metal. It was not new metal. I hold her association with heavy metal. Oh. Uh sorry. It's <laughs> not a good point. I'm saying like was different in the 90s. Yeah, well, I mean, this, this, this is like this is like early 90s metal. This is this is before new metal became a thing. Fair enough, honestly. But you don't have to listen to it for long because because celebrate for. Seconds. Yep. And then uh, the cloud starts gathering. The sky, the CGI sky, gets darker. It's just, and then it's so rushed. Yeah. And then this is so rushed. And then the 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 the. What a, apparently is the emperor, who I guess in the Mortal Kombat universe is Shao Kahn or something like that. Yeah, he kind of just looks like Diablo. Yeah. Uh, who also voiced by Frank Welker. Oh, nice. That guy. Seriously, he gets he's so much work. It's crazy. He's a great guy. Seriously. Uh, but he, he, he threatens them, and then they all go down to their fighting stance, and then the, the credits. Yeah, but so he didn't need the tournament. No, because he just can just show up if he wants to. Yeah. What? <laughs> Didn't he do that? So the entire two hundred years ago. So the last hour and forty minutes of the of of 
people the last several days of their lives in the last hour and a half of our lives. And the last two centuries in the universe. It's a complete waste of time. Because he could just show up anyway. Yeah, he could have. Because, okay, if it's been going on for ten generations, he could have showed up ten generations ago and we didn't have fucking Apache helicopters. Yeah. And one. Uh, so. Yeah. One does everything. <clears throat> um, but the song's on. So that's good. So it's good. Um, the credits last for a long time. It was like 10 or 11 minutes of credits. It was like, holy shit. I, guess I thought, I was watching and I was thinking, okay, most credits are like five, maybe seven minutes. And I was thinking, there has to be like a, an after the credits end scene or something in order to... Well, there was the... I was really amused by the, um, the disclaimer at the end, like, characters and incidents are fictitious and any similarity to real events is accidental. <laughs> like, oh! <laughs> so... Don't say... <laughs> So you're saying that there aren't 12 foot tall, four armed, creepy animatronic humanoid lizard hybrid things? I mean, it was it was the dragon. Like it's it's not like it wasn't similar to some yeah. stuff. Yeah. Which is that a movie you've seen? No, actually. So see Henry the Dragon, because it's, it's like this that. better. Well, yeah, I would imagine so. Same characters. Also, have you seen uh, Big Trouble in Little China? No, I think we talked about this a couple right. of weeks. So I need to see those two movies. Okay. Because it's like two halves of Mortal Kombat, but better. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I okay, on on the whole, I will say that at first I was not really looking forward to this movie because thinking, oh god, it's gonna be drag. <laughs> and at first I was like, okay, I was right, this is really stupid. We're watching a bunch of shit that doesn't that, that has no connection to each other besides the fact that I know all these characters are gonna go in for this tournament. But as the movie went on, I stopped thinking about it and it was actually not bad on the whole yeah. there there okay that was pretty bad it, it was I, I thought it was okay 
Like, I feel like the ratings are about where I would rate it like a 5 or 6 out of 10. So I was going to ask questions, would you recommend this movie to... I would recommend it for... I would recommend it for the performance for Shang Tsung and, and Kano. And parts of Johnny Cage and a couple of moments of Raiden. But the other than that, no. I mean like the okay. The the set pieces are are pretty cool looking. But on the minus side, Liu Kang is Liu Kang and Tara's acting is terrible. Um, it, it's there's a whole section towards the uh, middle hour of the movie where it sort of just fights scene after fight scene after fight scene. Yeah, that which was... is fine if it's good fights. Yeah, it was just, it was very sloppy. Yeah, they're not very well choreographed. Uh, and the fights, some of them just don't make sense. And I mean, I mean this is, you know, it's, it's mid-90s. Fight scenes got a lot better later. Around the... Somewhere between like Crashing Tiger, Hidden Dragon, The Matrix, and those hyper-realistic like mob things where they just had stuff and throw each other and stuff. Uh, fight scenes got a lot better, so it's not yeah the movie's fault necessarily. Yeah. Well, I still think that some of the fight scenes from like early, early-ish, like, Jackie Chan movies were probably pretty good. But then again, I haven't seen a lot of them, so... I don't know. That could be real. Jackie Chan movies are never, like, brutal. They're always... Yeah, they're, they're addicts. Yeah, that's true. Holy crap, you fit through a mailbox. That's amazing. <laughs> it's never like, oh, wow, that guy's collarbone is broken. <laughs> That's fair, yeah. Uh, I, would, I would recommend it. It's not good, I don't think, but it's not... There's no other movie like this one that I can compare it to. Yeah, like it's got that weird sort of feel of those kind of mid-90s like weird Hercules Xena shows where <laughs> nothing's quite real and doesn't make any sense. Yeah. With some of those really cheesy not quite martial arts movies with a, it's just it's it's weird enough 
Yeah, see, you should see it, cause yeah, what the hell? <laughs> and again, a few of the performances are pretty awesome. Yeah, no, it's, and there was a TV show, wasn't there, for a little while? Speaking of the Xena Hercules, I think so. And I know that there was a sequel which uh, apparently was significantly worse. Yeah, I don't even... Well, because that one probably has Jackson in it. Like, uh, that's what they were saving okay. him for was his movie. Hmm. Um, which is on Netflix, but I just I don't It just depends if you want to do sequels or not, because there are three Resident Evil sequels. I watch all those I don't either. I might watch, like, the second one, but I don't know if I want to watch the other two. Or three, or however many there are at this point. Uh, it just depends. Like, if you want to go, if you just want to do, like, one from each series, that's fine. Because I know that there were at least, like, two Silent Hill movies. Oh, yeah, I Silent Hill. Yeah. Because, actually, I was thinking about that when we were talking about the, the alternate universe trying to take over our universe thing. That Silent Hill might be an interesting one, even though it's not really, that's not the point of Silent Hill, but. Uh, Silent Hill's one of those ones where I feel like we wouldn't necessarily be fine if it happened. Yeah, exactly. Which is a much more threatening thing. Yeah. Uh, Silent Hill is good. Yeah. Not next, I don't know if it's easily. It might be. Um, but, okay, would recommend this one. Don't want to do sequels unless we like it, really. Okay. Um, and while I do recommend seeing this one, I wouldn't say I liked it. Yeah, like, it's, uh, it's, it's okay. It's not, like, don't, don't expect it to be amazing. It's the sort of movie, when I, um, when I had that web editing job and when I was working at home, it's the sort of movie I want to put on the background because you don't need to pay any attention whatsoever. It's good background noise. It's not... Yeah. If, if you don't pay attention too much, it's not too bad. If you actually sit there and try to think critically about it... Hmm. I, think, I think 
it's pretty bad, but it might be in that so bad it's good category, which, like... Yeah. Because, like, it's, it's, it's bad. <laughs> I, uh, I think I can prove with math that it's bad, <laughs> but it's not bad that I don't want to be watching this anymore. So it's bad yeah. like, what the hell are they gonna fuck up next? You know? Yeah, no, definitely the the negatives outweigh the positives of this movie. Just like the positives are but the, the negatives are still fun to watch. Like you can watch yeah. a really dumb scene that's fun. Wow, it's dumb, you know? Yeah. Really, I think the only time we got so garbled I couldn't keep track was the reptile thing. The rest was just... Yeah. You know, obviously dumb stuff that's entertaining to watch, which is different. Yeah. So... It's, it's, it's okay. Somewhere like a 5-ish out of 10. Yeah. If you want to give it a number. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got that sort of martial arts humor. It's sort of ninjas. Yeah. Teenagers. Humor. I, I would go lower than a 5 out of 10, but I would recommend it anyway with like a 3 out of 10 it's a uh, I don't categorically say you shouldn't see anything under 5 I just <laughs> yeah. say no watch this movie it's bad but watch this movie yeah watch it mostly for Shang so not, it's not a date movie no. It's probably not a alone by yourself and need to focus on something movie because you'll have your phone out probably pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, I will admit that there were times where I was thinking about the surfing the web or yeah, I was occasionally pausing to argue with people on the internet, which I do recreationally. <laughs> um, but no, it was, it was, I didn't mind it. It just needs less than 100% of my attention. Yeah. So that's uh, that's Mortal Kombat. Uh... Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> so what else is Mortal Kombat? It's stuck pretty close to the game. Yeah. Um, like, it made up some things. Like, I didn't think there were good fights.
fighters and bad fighters in the game, or at least I wasn't aware of them. It didn't seem like it. Like, I wasn't aware that, like, Sub-Zero was a bad guy, and, yeah, uh, like, Jax was a good guy. I thought they were, like, weird cyborg guy versus weird ninja guy. I don't know who's who. So that I could just be wrong or have not read the instruction manual or whatever. Because this was back before cutscenes and stuff, so it was just you read it or you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) But no, they 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 definitely stuck to the premise, which is it's a tournament and let's just do it. I say this in contrast to like years I remember what Street Fighter was about where they made up a UN and stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I that might be a good next one if it's convenient yeah okay well, I don't know if I have anything else So, uh, if you, if you enjoyed what you listened to, um, if this gets put on iTunes, which I'll try to, I guess, see how that, I don't know how that works exactly, maybe we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, so, you know, if you, if you like it, you know, give a rating or leave a comment or something if you don't like it kindly keep that sort of nonsense to yourself yep and if you do (laughs) enjoy it uh, please share with all of your friends and your family and your loved ones and your hated ones and uh yeah we'll uh yeah I'll try to be more energetic I feel like it could have been funnier. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. So, um, thanks for listening. I almost said thanks for watching, which is completely the wrong medium. No works. Thanks for swimming. Yeah. It's important to... Let the ocean know who's boss. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Alright, we'll see you next time, everybody. Be safe. Brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash matinee manatees. If you like what you've heard and like to hear more, consider becoming a patron. Donations start at just $1 a month, and half of all profits after hosting costs go towards actual manatee habitat preservation. You can listen to our podcast on iTunes, the Stitcher app, or on YouTube. Our music was composed by Kevin McLeod. You can find this track and hundreds of others on his website, incompetech.com. Thanks for listening.